Hello, welcome back. I'm your host. It's Brendan. I'm back. And say your name. We never say our names at the beginning. What? There's only two of us. I know. But every, well, only because every podcast I listen to, the first thing they do is say, hey, who's here? That's fair enough. But uh, generally, there's more than two people. And sometimes some are away. Sometimes there's others. There's guests. No guests. No guests. Uh, Just talk. Lewis is still supposed to be on the podcast, but we've uh, been bad at organizing that. Uh, he, w- he was in New York. We missed him. He makes his own schedule now, so uh, uh, so I, I think uh, he'd be able to do it. Maybe ne- next Monday. <laughs> I would hope that he could do it if he makes his own schedule. I could hope, <laughs> hope that he'd find... He's lost find. interest. His book finally arrived in the mail today as what's, well. What's it called? Um, it's over on the, the... I don't remember what it's called, but it's here. George Soros winning tech. Tactics. George Soros winning tactics. That sounds good. Yeah, it's about uh, paid protest. <laughs> it's about, yeah, it's about making a career on protesting. Love so, it. Uh, no, and I, I think that we, we, would have a, we would have a third person on this show if, uh, if ever we could make it work, but we can't. Yeah, I'd love, a, love to have a third. We would love to have a third person on the show, except that um, our recording times are all over the place. Uh, we can't do anything over Skype that sounds good because we don't know how. Hmm. It sounds okay. No, it really doesn't. You don't like it at all? It sounds like total shit all the time. The only time it sounds good is when someone records on their end and then sends it to us and we mash up the audio. Uh, no, I agree with that. It sounds way better when that happens. Either way, I didn't get to watch any of the World Cup today. Um, oh. I had a lunch and then I randomly saw two people I used to work with, so I had lunch with them and I didn't get to watch it. How how was it? Did it feel like we earned this one? Did Why... This is all on you. Yeah, I know. I'm not blaming anybody. Just I just gonna, didn't get to watch it. You're just going to take two lunches. I didn't take two lunches. I just that's, that's no. how that's how I chose to hear it. I, I, yeah, I, I took one lunch after another. We hungry today. Uh, beat Spain with uh, with two penalties. One was uh, never a penalty. Good. The Spanish uh, defender reaches for a ball. All right. Our attacking player, whoever it was, I don't remember. Uh, she is running parallel to the goal, probably about 16 yards out, right on the right near the edge of the box. Um, she kicks the ball, loses. She does not have control of the ball. She's overplayed it. If she was trying to pass it to someone, it, the ball is gone. Spanish player sort of lunges in, was going for that, the, going for that same ball, came in late, s- scraped the back of her calf. Not didn't really catch her hard, not even enough to really alter the movement of her leg. You had to watch it a bunch of times to even see that any contact was made. Like she, I mean, it was, you know. Yeah, and they gave her like a, a proper penalty shot. Yes, oh. and uh, and so, and referee points to the spot. Uh, Alex Morgan steps up to take it. They think about it for a long time. Uh, the referee like puts her hand to her ear. She goes over to the VAR box to watch it over and over again and then comes out gives the penalty upholds the decision Megan Rapino steps up to take it because I think they decided that Alex Morgan who's only scored two penalties for the U.S. in her life uh, they thought maybe let's not risk this and then the U.S. ends up winning 2-1 and uh, so two penalties and Spain scored off a calamitous goalkeeper error so um, ugly game it's, uh, that's World our Cup ma- for you baby our manager is Dog shit. That is our. That is the problem. Jill is, Ellis. Is there a problem? Jill. Uh, 
she rotates the team every game. There is no starting. There's no starting eleven. That's weird. That's she's, not good. She's managing it like it's the NBA All Star game. <laughs> oh. It's like everybody should. Be, everybody gets a chance to be out there. Yeah, because there's there's like isn't half shouldn't half that team just be nailed on, like the best players in the world. No, for, eleven. There should there, it should be every where. The, no, if the, you have the, like trouble with who's defending and who's not, you can like tinker with that a little bit. One position yeah. group maybe. But the 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 best team with the most resources, like the the deepest team on earth, far and away, one through twenty three. And I, I know that, that the idea is just like, well, anyone we put out there is going to be world-class. But uh, yeah, but why don't you just go out and win with your best team? It's, this comes once every four years. And the idea that you want to make sure everyone has a chance ahead of making sure that you win is yeah. insane. They'll get a medal, too. I promise. They'll get whatever. Is uh, it a medal? Or do they just get the big trophy at the end? Uh, no, you get, you get a winner's medal. Uh, I want to find the tweet. Uh, let's see here. It was from uh, Kim McCauley, who said uh, the, the U.S. Women's National Team really is what if Jurgen Klinsmann coaches Real Madrid? Yeah, uh, I just Jurgen Klinsmann. Just every time I hear his name, I think I make that noise like two or three times. I'm like, oh, uh, just tough. Yeah, sorry. I'm arguing. Someone was going to say I posted about how Tim Healy, beat reporter, should have taken that punch from Jason Vargas. And then Jason Vargas could hopefully die in jail. I did see that tweet. Yeah, did you read the... So, so you're aware that there was There was like something that happened, room. yes. Um, yeah, a, a beat reporter said, see you tomorrow, Mickey. And Mickey Calloway flipped out on him. Because apparently that was needlessly antagonistic. And okay. then uh, Jason, Vargas, uh, Jason Vargas stepped to him and threatened to knock him out. <laughs> Were there any actual and like I punches? Said, uh, no, Cindergard uh, uh, and, and Carlos Gomez st- stepped in and, and pulled him away. Jason Vargas, say it again, shit pitcher, extraordinarily ugly even by baseball standards. I hate looking at him. Just real, uh, just, you look uh, as I say about Jared Kushner. You look at him and just w- wonder how anyone could love this man. Just pathetic little worm. He's got like doesn't Fat he have that like shit. eighth grade haircut to him too? No, he's he's grown it out and he just looks wet all the time. That I yeah, you've pointed that out. It, he definitely looks just constantly damp. He's just a sweaty. Man. And I said, sorry, but Tim Healy needs to take this punch so Jason Vargas can die in jail. And Mets fans have been showing up uh, to tell me to shut up about it. Um, one pointed out that Vargas has been probably the Mets' second best pitcher this season, and I said that's Ooh. probably true. Um, but now he's going to get suspended for what he did, and now Chris Flexen is going to go out there and get murdered instead. So, way to help out the team. Um, the other one is uh, uh, some guy who claims to, who who joined Twitter last month and has seven followers, and but his bio says Harvard class of sixteen. And he said, that media member is the scum of the earth. They're all rats. And I said, what does this have to do with getting Jason Vargas in prison? And he said, LOR, are you special? I said, you tell me you went to Harvard, allegedly. And he said, wow. So I'm pointing out that he did not go to Harvard. Uh, how long did you tweet that? 
five fifty three minutes ago. Oh, I didn't see that tweet. I thought you said something. No, yesterday this is all that. happening right now. This, this is guy all live. Did, this guy did not go to Harvard. If you went to Harvard, you would have uh, presumably a richer social circle. Well, let's get a look at this guy. No, he does. It's not even his own picture. It, he's got seven followers. He joined Twitter last month. He didn't, and his, his bio says Harvard 2016. He he didn't. Anyone who actually went to Harvard uh, would be working for his dad's private prison company right now. <laughs> he wouldn't be arguing about the Mets. <laughs> I'm asking him to post his LinkedIn. You know he has one. If you went to Harvard, he has a LinkedIn. If you went to Harvard, Lock he has a LinkedIn. That's this. I've been doing that rather than like rather than telling people I'm going to kill them, which is what I would really like to do. Um, I just start saying, post your bank statement, post your LinkedIn, just anything like this. It just prove it in a way that uh, is like reasonable and possible. What What are you looking I've, for? Like how much money, and you believe it? Well, no. Someone uh, there was some stupid woman saying that uh it's so funny the, the context of say leading, leading with that is so good because it's what we get accused of constantly there's some woman talking about how she was on board with bernie sanders but like then she then he started talking about this wealth distribution and i'm like i don't know about all that and it's like post your bank statement just like yeah. let's and she said that's random and i just said let let's see all this money that you're worried about having redistributed mm-hmm. if you have eight hundred dollars in the bank and you're worried that's gonna get redistributed yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry you lost 800 bucks. Gonna redistribute, I'm going to redistribute your brain across the wall. <laughs> Did you see this video of Gabe Kaplan getting ejected? No. All right, let's watch this. There it is. Uh, this guy's name is John Boy, and he, apparently he posts these not unoften, Lysak said. Um, but here he is breaking down the first time Gabe Kapler got uh, ejected as a manager. Gabe Kapler got his first ejection as a manager today, and it all came from this 0-2 pitch that hits Kinger in the hands. But he says, did he swing? Did he swing? And that ump says he's swinging. Whoa, I swung? How the fuck does that happen? I hardly moved at all. He knows exactly Kapler's that. coming I out. Ca- I love a close caption. Say. Ump says, hey, you swung, it hit your hand. And then Kapler's like, okay, let's take a look. It definitely, definitely hit his hand. That is pretty clear, right? Bam, there, okay? Hits his hand. Now, did he swing? Let's take the side angle. Looks like no swing to me. It's not even fucking close to a swing. I'm just like, well, he swung. Uh, okay, so tell me what to do. He wants to challenge it, but the umps like going to right now. Tell me what to do. Well, what do you want from me? He swung, and he swung, and so, yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. He swung, so it's not reviewable. I can't help you on that one. He's like, well, I have to have a say in this because he didn't swing. He's like, okay, well, you're just going to have to move on. I'm sorry. Kapler's not going to move on. He's like, just change the fucking call so I can replay it. He's like, I'm not going to do that. You're going to have to have, because it's not a swing. You have to give me an opportunity to have my say. I'm just like, I'm going to give you one last chance. Okay, you're gone. Kapler's all pissed. That's bullshit screaming, yelling. <laughs> all you had to fucking do, all you had to fucking do was make that call safe. There is no fucking chance that he swung. I really that like the closed captioning on, on, on these arguments. Because you never know what they're actually saying. That's so fucking weak. I like this part. Don't ever put your hand next to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It's going to go around the bases. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You all suck. Got to give me a chance. 
All right, we're no, done you here. didn't. Uh, Philly's uh, been playing dreadful, dreadful baseball lately. Uh, that's the most interesting thing that's happened to them in an easy week. Uh, no, I really like those videos. He does. This guy, John Boy, does a good job. It's very entertaining. Uh, how about your Mets doing stepbrother shtick? Um, I saw that, and I, I don't like it um, because stepbrothers came out in two thousand eight, I think. And uh, I don't need it. <coughs> it's the funniest thing they know. My voice, I guess. Uh, my yeah, voice, no, you cracked a bit there. My voice cracked. Oh, God damn it. I, I got to quit the show. You got to quit the show? It's just, it's not working out for me. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I look, it's baseball. And as such, there's just so, like, I mean... What, what do you think? What do you think, Pete Alonzo? Oh God, just oh. I don't know. Well, I said the other day that comedy sucks, and I mean that. I'm sick of all comedy. I genuinely don't need it. Stuff is funny, but like the idea of any uh, comedy, get it out of here. Ba- had the entire uh, uh, comedy discourse on Twitter for the last two days has been unbearable. I. I hate it so much. What uh, what, what comedy discourse on Twitter? Uh, it just a, a lot of well, most of it's been about uh, Louis C.K. because he was at uh, at Legion of Skanks. Um, just I. That guy. Um, there's too much talk about stand up and what it means to be a stand up and like what's a, so acceptable, and then that is also turned into, I don't know. People There's a lot of tweets. I'm not gonna. Uh, people have been talking about how talking about more tweet get... threads. I don't think is gonna help because that's what I've just been doing the entire time, and it's and I've been dragging the show down. Uh, people talk stand up com- comedy is just more preachy than it's ever been. It's just you explaining your beliefs. Yeah, well that that's uh, that's also a big part of it now. It's that it's uh, a lot of it's a, a lot of applause lines. Yeah, no, that's it's all just people trying to that's do the, Nanette. The, the name of the that one uh, Patton Oswalt special, "Talking for Clapping," just uh, which is that's it. You want laughs, you don't want applause. Applause is easy. It's easy to say we don't. Uh, it's it's you. Anybody could get on stage and say we got there are children in cages, and people would be like, yeah, that's right. We got to do something about that. But it's not really, it's not comedy. There's no jokes. I don't. What's the last? I think the last comedy special I watched was Dave Chappelle stuff. Yeah. That was like two years ago, a year and a half I ago. I don't need it. I again, I, I like Stuart Lee, and that's it. He's the only comedian. Everyone else don't need it.
that I post in the Discord, uh, Miles Jack makes homemade candles, and they're going for like fifty dollars a piece, I believe. If candles are a good racket, if uh, if you know what you're doing, and I guess Miles Jack does. Yeah, I guess Miles made candles. Here they are. And it's not like yeah, and it's like a a, a serious thing. It's not like some stupid football themed kind. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Let's buy a whole. Let's let's buy a rack of these. Just share them with our friends. This is this is a funny thing because like uh, ordinarily in the world of like well all right well what's gonna happen is um, the wives of a lot of Jaguars fans are gonna be getting these uh, for uh, birthdays and Christmas. It's still just Miles making the candles as well. He's not expanded despite massive amounts of orders. Uh, so he's gonna have to hire an employer too. Well, yeah, it's got you got to scale up, but that's hard because like when uh, when after this initial like boom. Once he fulfills these orders, I mean, then then what? It's not going to stay at this volume. You hire another guy, like you just need. But do you think his candle business would be helped or hurt uh, by switching teams? Just expand that marketplace, perhaps. Well, hurt right now is I think people if maybe they're. Uh, yeah, we're at, we're at crest. Yeah, you're, you're, you're cre- yeah, you're cresting right now. You don't want to change teams just now, and then maybe. Um, you go to a new team and people are just like, you know what? I'm going to buy some of those candles. That's that's how it goes. You get to, you get to take ownership of the cool stuff somebody did somewhere else. Yeah, just I'm going to buy a candle for every sack he has this year. Oh, how many Jaguars fans are going to do that? Or say say they'll do that on Twitter at least. I bet the I, I bet the candles are good, and uh, he's charging a reasonable price. Twenty bucks, and this is. That's just one picture of all of them. Okay, never mind. It's about 20 bucks for fucking <laughs> 18 candles. They look okay, but I guess it's not really about how they look. A package matters to some extent. But. We got pear, vanilla, ocean, mint, melon, Hawaii. Lavender was his first one because I read the, the USA Today article. Oh, boy. This is, we're going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bookmark this. We're coming back to this some other day. Well, Christmas is coming. I'm going to buy you the Miles Jack candles. Everybody's getting Miles Jack candles. <laughs> Just so Sin- I can talk to my grandmother about fantasy football. That's why I'm going to... Things related, like candles can get very expensive. Um, I mean, fragrances, of course, extremely expensive. When's the last time you bought cologne? Uh, I think I've bought like two things of cologne in my entire life. Yeah, I'm gonna say, and I, I still have one of I th- them. I think it was probably 17 when I uh, last bought cologne. Yeah, I think That's 17. The last time it seemed like a time to do that. 17, and then my ex girlfriend bought me some cologne when we lived together, and I still have that. I still have 94 percent of that. Probably I yeah. don't use it. Well, not having a sense of smell, I can't tell you what's good. So, um, uh, and nor how much I'm wearing. A nice dust dusting, like a nice like. Spray once or twice, walk right through. Helps everybody. Yeah, it's 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 uh, uh I wouldn't overdo it. You know, you don't you're not going to saturate yourself. You still know you as a, an adult, you know what a reasonable amount of basically everything is. But what I always wondered is, uh, does it not clash with like uh, the deodorant you're wearing, something like that? I it have just covers sp- it up. Hmm. Just. Well, I don't know about you. Oh, fuck, you don't know about you either. I don't have a con- I don't have a good context for this. Because I was gonna say, like, with deodorant, I gotta get my nose right up in there to really like smell it, smell it. Yeah. Um, but the cologne just kind of rests on top of your clothing, so it just it doesn't. Nobody's ever smelled your deodorant. 
like on you unless you've used a ludicrous amount of underarm deodorant. <laughs> Just an absolutely insane amount. I've switched deodorants recently. I've uh, I went to uh, CVS and they didn't have any of the uh, Dove that I've been using for years. I'm an Old Spice man now. Did you know Old Spice uh, pretty much the most expensive deodorant that they have at CVS? Uh, I think it's just probably it's the most popular. You're paying for their marketing budget. Yeah, yeah. but because I, I use Old Spice too. Their their ads shocked, really d- shocked to see that it was like uh, seven seventy nine or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm used to. What do you usually pay? Like five bucks? Like six fifty. Okay. <laughs> dollar dollar fifty. We have a deodorant podcast. We gotta shift gears here. There's a lot oh, of sports I'll... podcasts. There's not many deodorant podcasts. That'd be actually a really good podcast. Write that down because that's funny. <laughs> that's we really always funny. have guests come on and talk about what deodorant they wear. We could just have a new deodorant we sample the entire week before the show and just talk about how it made us feel. This is actually really good. <laughs> I really actually, like this it's idea. It's actually very funny. Because everyone wears, everyone's got something to say about it, even if they don't have a lot to say about it. All right. It's a good jumping off point. It's what? a good place. It's a good way. Like, I mean, like. It would be so funny to not at, miss a beat and I, immediately, like, next week pivot to a deodorant only podcast. Like, not even miss a show. Just, like, ready the next week. We have, like, that, it's also, I mean,. We're, there's so many like extremely popular sports podcasts. Like no one's gonna send us free tickets and stuff. We might get free deodorant. We might get free de- free <laughs> deodorant. Uh, what is your favorite style of deodorant? I pre- prefer the uh, the white like soap bar. In See, there. that's where you and I differ. I like a clear stick because uh, it's too moist under there. I don't know. I don't mind it. It but, dries up, obviously, well, I think, but like uh, cold I, on application. I, I think years and years ago, I I got self conscious about if uh, if you were wearing any like the white ones or anything, them transferring to your clothes. It only takes the one time where your shirt sort of bunches up and it smears down the side of you, and then you got deodorant like down the front of your shirt. All right, when do you put the deodorant on? Before you put on your t shirt or after? Before. Okay, I usually put it on after because like I was worried about that. Yeah. I put it on first, and I go climb into that T-shirt, and I got a deodorant streak down that's, the side. Got to take the shirt off. That's why if you just switch to the clear stick, then then that's gone. But if you don't like the if you if you feel now this isn't like a, not like a gel, you know. Now, did you ever use the gel ones where it's like the mesh grid, and you just kind of like yeah push liquid through it? Oh yeah, awful. That's also the sort of thing that like. How about I the would, one with the ball bearing? Uh yeah, I believe Mitchum makes uh, both mm. types of those, and I and. Um, they, they had a great campaign where they would say that, uh, so effective you could skip a day, which, you know, which is bold. And I, uh, I liked that, but I feel like I had both those when I was like 11. Okay. And that's not the, and that's the exact age that, um, if you are given something that just comes out in an infinite amount that you're going to use it all. And I bet, I, I bet. I used to stick a deodorant in like a week. Yeah, I I think when I had the one that like came up through like the grate that was just the like like spreadable like gel that just basically looked like hand soap. Awful. That's I'm sure I burned through that in a week. I because I would just put I could, it all it on because I was eleven. So, yeah, it was so bad. It just like I remember trying to put it on in the morning and just like actively like flinching away from it as I was trying to put it on because it was just so cold. That too. That was the worst but part. But you can't warm it up. Because then it's going to lose its shape. It's going to, you know. Just run it under a warm tap for a while. That's right. Keep it under a, a hot compress. This guy will not post his LinkedIn. Still trying? 
when I told him you didn't, by the way, he goes, whatever you say, big man, post your LinkedIn. If you think my real name is Tone Phipps, you're crazy. Phipps is my last name. You can do the rest of the research. Save me some time and post your LinkedIn if you went to Harvard. You are a goon, my man. Did he call you a goon? Yeah. Okay. Would have been cool if you called him a goon, but no, no big deal. Whatever. I'm telling him I went to Harvard. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read this tweet as a way to get to this reply to to Chris Towers. The original tweet was posted by Jason Mackey at jmackeypg. Uh, Max Scherzer is getting deified for pitching seven shutout innings and striking out ten with a broken nose and a black eye, and good for him. But as a former hockey writer, I'm struggling to see the damn big deal. The big damn deal. In hockey, that's called Wednesday. Um, as I said, to get to this comment uh, from Tyler, give it a chance. The athletes play because they love the game. A guy's heart stopped beating. He literally died on the bench, got revived, and asked to go, got asked to go back in. Imagine if everyone in baseball had Mike Trout's passion. That's hockey. And just a man died, and he went back on the ice. And this is, this is good. This is something we should... I like this. Uh, it's... Yeah, hockey Twitter loves traumatic brain injuries. They think that they're they're good. Now, okay, I do uh, get their point about this, which is that Max Scherzer has a self-inflicted black eye that he got while taking bunting practice, which is embarrassing. I saw that video. Did you see that? Yeah. Everybody saw so it. Yeah, it, was, it, it that stupid. fucking hurt. It looked like it hurt, and the black eye looked bad. And like he said, it was weird that it sort of moves around because there's just a bunch of fluid in it just attached to the side of his face. But he said once he got used to that, he was okay. Yeah, I mean, like, but it is in the end just a, like while hockey uh, Twitter is unbearable about what they believe are actually valid injuries and what are not, uh, they're right about this one in particular. Uh, I agree. I, I definitely agree. I, it's just always hockey that stands up first and goes like, yeah, but like this is a... Because they're desperate for the attention because the, the sport gets less and less popular every year. There's always something like, oh, the, the, remember people always talk about how there's conspiracies to get the big teams in the finals and, and, then, and then when you get the big teams in the finals, still nobody watches the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Hockey's good. I like it. Hockey but, is good. It's, I, talk like, about, I just don't watch I, I watch it. more hockey now than I have in years and years. But this would be the time just, as a Devils it, fan to get back into it for it's me too. Become, it's become it's a more niche sport, and that's okay. You don't have to spend your life campaigning for people to love the stuff that you love as much as you love it. Would be my advice to the hockey world. Well, that's because you didn't get you know traumatic brain injury playing the sport. They want that's they just true. need to keep it pushing had it I forward. Only, yeah, had I only uh, otherwise it was for nothing. Had I only been smashing the boards enough times to really learn to love it if only if only i'd uh shoot myself in the chest at 53 so that my brain could be studied maybe i would understand hockey better uh did you watch the nba draft no i well th there's it's not interesting is it i mean i like I, the nba draft well, i like all the this draft. year I, there was a lot of movement um yeah. but i mean uh I, I say it's not interesting but that's that uh all right, that's a biased choice. It's because uh, with the Knicks, I knew exactly who they were taking. Who they were taking is already a consolation to uh, Zion, the guy that they uh, sucked all year for. Uh, R.J. Barrett's got some nice swagger to him, though. R.J. Barrett. He's very confident. I, I started following him on Instagram uh, right after the draft, and like the first thing that one of, one of the first things he's posted is a uh, uh, 
a trailer for the new Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and it's just... The, the Hobbs and the, yeah. the Rock and Statham one? Rock, Hobbs and whatever. Rock and Hobbs. Rock and Hobbs. And I'm just going like, well, this is this is just what it is now. Um, I mean, good. The I, I think the... Uh, He'll, I, I think he'll be good, but he's just, yeah, he'll he's be not excited. He doesn't excite you at first, does he? He's not, not on, Zion. I mean, uh, you, you have your eyes on the prize. Doesn't excite you on paper. Uh, so this guy, Jordan Bone. Not his fault. Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, this guy, Jordan Bone, got drafted 57 out of 60, uh, and he had a NBA draft party, and it seemed to be uh, dejectedly winding down. Uh, until he got drafted, and this they posted this video the moment he got drafted, and I really enjoyed this video. You know, I gotta put my two cents in as little bro. Um, I'm hurt right now, probably more hurt than he is. Uh, well, I doubt it. But, um, hey man, from this day forward, if you in this room, man, outside, you know, y'all, the people that, you know, shit. That moment. Shit. Do they not do it like the NFL where they like where they gotta call uh the the person first? No, I guess that like, they just they like just pick you. Just I don't, I don't know. There's a TV up get behind them. By the way, that solid b- block of, of just white in the Fuck. in the mix. Good luck editing that down. I might just take it out and put it back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I turned it up too loud. We couldn't hear it before though. Um, no, that's really good. I really I, that, that's a lot of fun. Shit, you got drafted. Very good. And uh, yeah, now you get to in, went to the Pelicans. You get to play. Uh, it's a it's a good group they got there. The Pelicans uh, really made the best out of this Anthony Davis trade. I mean, smarter people than me have said that, but uh, they really they really got the, a lot out of that. Uh, Jordan Bone going to the Pistons. Pelicans are currently in discussion to trade it to the Hawks, who traded to the Sixers, who traded to the Pistons. It was a fun year. There's <laughs> a lot of trades. Uh, the NBA also does this shitty thing. I I haven't looked up exactly why they have to do it that way. But I think it's because, like, I don't, you're not in the part of the season they're in. You're not allowed to trade picks. I think you're only allowed to trade players. And those player, those picks don't turn into players till, until you know, they, they, they do. Uh, but then the season starts, like, July 1st or July 6th. And that's when all of the draft picks and trades get processed. Do you know who could do something about that? Uh, seems like a commissioner could probably do something <laughs> about that. <laughs> seems really fucking stupid that, like... Well, because, like, you look at all... all like, they obviously the NBA goes out of their way to like make night this a memorable night for the guys getting drafted. But like you get guys who are getting like let me give you an example from the beginning of the draft here. Okay, DeAndre Hunter is going to the Hawks. They got these guys these beautiful watches, draft day watches uh, for the teams that drafted them. DeAndre Hunter got a Lakers watch. Like why? He's going to the Hawks. Like what's the fucking point of this? Yeah, that, I'm sure that they'll trade it in. I'm sure they'll make that right if he really wants them, you know? Yeah, extremely expensive watch. Just seems Custom-made watch for nobody. <laughs> yeah, just here. Go sell this. Please sell this on eBay for me. I got a push notification from Major League Baseball, but I think it's just that the Orioles signed their first overall pick. Not interesting. You got to do better, baseball. Speaking of doing better, the Rangers' D-load program was a... This, this is massive fall on its face. 
Oh. So, did you read the article as well? No, I just knew that it was funny. They, I, I just I saw the headline. The Athletic posted uh, the Athletic Dallas Fort Worth um, posted that the uh, the Rangers used a deload program in hopes of preserving the arms of their young pitchers. Six of the eleven who went through the program have needed Tommy John surgery. The thing that, the the sentence that I took away from this is uh, I think that wraps it all up. And this is not a direct quote because I read it last night. But it's basically just like, while rest is good, you want to rest uh, just enough to not lose any fitness. And it appears that these Rangers pitchers had lost fitness. So, like, they were just getting these, what they deemed to be overtaxed high school and early college arms. And <laughs> what was that? I was, gonna, I was, gonna, I was going to uh, feign burping and then I yawned. And then I guess they, would, they just said, like, don't throw at all for... Six months, like let's the, like those miles don't the, those tires already you know rotated all the way around the axle. You don't get those miles back. Yeah, the like, um, you can't do that. That's yeah. That, that there's not more. That's the idea that like sleeping uh for like twenty four hours straight is going to fix all your problems. Yeah. Well, why do you think we pe- put people in medically induced comas, Mike? It obviously works. Yeah. No, that's the exact. That's the exact same idea. It's just <laughs> you got a you got a cold that's just knock you unconscious. I would like to be put in medically induced coma for how long? Do you really want to get those letters in the mail? The election. Until <laughs> after the election? All right. It, maybe, They'd already maybe be sending you letters in the too, mail while you're still too in the too far away right now. But if you were given the option of going into a medically induced coma from, like, June of next, like, uh, until election day. Like, you miss, like, five months of your life. Yeah, okay. So if I, I want the Democratic primary. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> For once. I would be nice. I would like to, like, let me know who's running on the Democratic side. And once that's decided, just, like, put me to sleep, man. I'll wake up and, like, like not even a day has passed. Like, just tomorrow I'll wake up as November 7th. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I do like that. We're a little too far out right now. There's too much else going on. Yeah, you're going to miss an entire damn year. Yeah, you're going to miss a whole NFL season. No, can't can't do. I'm not going to do that. Got to buy some candles. That's right. Uh, no, that was a that was a very nice uh, article. Uh, actually, who who wrote this? Because they deserve a little. Uh, Levy Weaver. It was a great article. Nice, fun little read about uh, unquestionable mismanagement. Uh, how much is even left? Oh, these guys stacking cups is pretty good. Uh, but let's do this guy. You posted this tweet. Why don't you read it? Why is Marta? Bur- <laughs> Let me start. Yeah, I want some Barcelona. Why is Marta of Brazil wearing lipstick? It's a football match. It's not a fucking fashion show. If her sponsor's decision, she's just telling them to fucking swivel. I hope she gets beaten by France. She did, but not because of the <laughs> lipstick. Uh, that's from David Edwards at David Edwards double zero. Uh, <laughs> number representing his IQ. Boom, baby. Got him. And uh, look, she was we wearing lipstick. Know. And uh, yeah, who who gives a shit? And like somebody said, just like, oh, like I, I think it's one of those just like these players care about how they look as if as if like the, the men don't. And I've got a lot of complicated feelings about uh, uh, about like when it comes to criticizing the women's appearances and all that, just because um I think it's fair game because they're people on television and just in the same way that like I'll talk about how stupid like Colt from 90 Day Fiance looks like I think that 
like now there's this famous person on TV and I don't think it's, it, it's not as if I'm trying to sexualize all the women's players. Some of them just look stupid, and I should be able to say so without fear of reprisal, just as I would say the exact same about the men. All I do all day is talk about how <laughs> stupid and ugly professional athletes are, and I should be able to say it about the women as well. And it's, I, and I don't, it, it's not because I need them to all be attractive for me to be entertained. I'm entertained when they're not attractive. It turns yeah, out, it tur- it's yeah, more it entertaining. I get something out of that as well. <laughs> uh, no disagreements with you. you. Might have to wait a little while till it's okay to to air your women appearances takes on Twitter. There was yeah, and, and like there was discussion about this uh, because like England played uh, Cameroon, and uh, the there were some contentious decisions that went against Cameroon, and their players did not handle it well, and so people. You know, we're we're making them just like oh great, so we're perpetuating the angry black uh, woman stereotype that has made it so easy for black people to just be uh, classed as less than uh, and you know and like subhuman for all these uh, centuries and just like well that is a stereotype and that is true and it does get used in that horrible way a lot but also the Cameron players did really lose their shit so like what is it? It, it, you ha- uh, this was this was being discussed on Second Captains, where Ken Early said that something that he's sort of found exhausting about the tournament is that you uh, all any valid criticism has to come with you just going like, and I don't want to upset anybody, but sure, like uh, you and like you can't just say what you think or you can't say what's happening without th- because because no one watches when it's not the World Cup. Right. I mean, people do. Um, but I, I think that the audience for NWSL is very small. There's pretty much no crossover audience. Like I don't think there's many uh, American supporters of Arsenal women, for example. Yeah, no, I don't so, see any. I don't even really see any women's soccer on TV. So this is uh, so as everyone's like, well, this is the advertisement for for all women's football, and it, and the players have said that they're sort of aware of it. That like. Um, that you know that they're aware that this is all being like this is your chance to impress people go which is uh, a really which is a lot more pressure to be piled onto you on top of a world cup already yeah it's yeah well it's realistically their only chance and it is kind of what i thought about like when i was very into soccer 15 years ago uh and like i would be worried you know when the like the world cup final would happen and just like oh it's a nil nil like nobody's going to take us seriously now and like you have Jim Rome up there just being like, they all uh, every four years, and then uh, a guy headbutts a guy, it goes to penalty kicks, nobody scores any real goals. I don't need it. And then just like, oh man, Jim Rome uh, is told. God, Jim, Ro- got, Jim Rome really gave Jim us Rome the business. Got us. He got us. Oh, fucking Jim Rome. I've been- who did did I? I don't remember who I saw that said it. Um, someone said that they uh, worked on his show, and he said like he would just he would show up. Uh, he would spend like five minutes in makeup. He would come out, do the in, like the the hour long show just perfectly, and then leave. That's and, so like, good. And he, but he's just like it wasn't like in a lazy way. Like he had ever he like was a model professional. It's so streamlined. Everything that he had to say, he was ready to say. He didn't have to look at notes. He didn't have to do shit. He came in, he nailed the show in an hour, and then went home. You know, you as much as I hate like a lot of guys like him. 
there's some real absolute drop dead pros that I, I oh absolutely totally, like Colin Cowherd is a fucking pro. Yeah, that I guy's mean, a pro. He's he's wrong about basically everything, but but like, man, can that guy do radio? He's good at radio. I mean, he's on a technical level. He knows what he's doing. If he didn't, he wouldn't be so upsetting. He's and you can see boring. somebody like like Rachel Nichols is just what do you think she needs notes and she, like no, absolutely not. She's she's so well put together. She's she's very good as well. Yeah. That's um, that, yeah, there's plenty of people on that side of the the industry who are it, And how cool would that be to be that good? She's like, "Yeah, listen, I'm going to spend an hour on this the night before. I'm going to go to work for drive to work for half an hour, work for an hour." Drive back like three hours. I'm good, and I'm making an exorbitant salary. Yeah, it's hard though. It's uh, that's a yeah, thing. No, he, well, he's, he's talented. He's just good at what hard. he does. I think uh, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have Rachel Nichols' job. I I don't want to have to remember that much. I just I couldn't have her job. I couldn't. N- not going to be asked. Not going to be asked. That's another thing. What's left in this rundown? You want? Do you watch any of these guys stacking their cups? Good weekend in cup stacking. Show me the cup stacking. First, we have Cubs fans stacking their cups. I guess they just do this in the bleachers every once in a while. They just collect all the empties, try and make a big tower out of it, which is pretty funny in itself, Um, until security came over and got very mad. Yes, it is. But apparently, the Cub fans are intent on stacking their beer cups as high as they possibly can. Oh, is that a... And the cops came over and just took their cups. But that's insofar as I would not have posted either of these if this one didn't exist. And this is exactly how you're supposed to operate in your home ballpark. There's an Indians fan stacking cups at Fenway. And they're genuinely like 15 cups high. (laughs) A Red Sox fan comes over and just smacks the bottom cup. And this like there's really like 100 cups in this pyramid. It's very impressive. Didn't, doesn't even smile, doesn't, doesn't break stride. He's the worst kind of fan, too, because uh, he's wearing a Ted Williams jersey. He did such a good job on this, though. That's so funny, especially because it's a guy in an Indian shirt. <laughs> Justin, yeah. That, no, that's really good. Guys who wear jerseys of players that they've never been able to see play, I don't know, man. Probably played the game the right way, though. Uh, that's it for the show today. We got through everything. Mike is still getting into uh, Twitter fights, so you can go read his Twitter fight at Mega Clang. Uh, he says that he spent the last two years of college at Harvard, uh, so that would have been 15 and 16. So I said, uh, He's uh, already parsing his words. said, Damn, that's a shame. I graduated in 2014. I must have just missed you. We should connect. Post your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> and even if he did go to Harvard, I don't... I, I don't care. I, it's it's not the point. It's now just funny. For, it's, this is just funny. I'm just going to say it over and over again because, and people will accuse me. You know when people make accusations, just like, don't you have anything better to do? Just like, we all got downtime. Like, it's, I'm it's, on a it's, bus right it's, now. It's, it's like, the, relax. It's, it's the argument that when people just don't set their fantasy football lineups and just go like, they're just like, oh yeah, I just don't have time. Just it, you. You you are going to spend you're going to be on the toilet at some point, which is plenty of time to set a lineup. Yeah, that's that's what Bill always said when people would quit fantasy baseball. It's like I understand that like, he's like, don't you ever shit? That's that's plenty of time. There's I've I've put a collective 
four minutes. Uh, if you don't count me talking about it into the microphone, I've put maybe four minutes of time and effort into arguing with this guy. Oh, and we're both fucking losers for having this argument. Well, I mean, he went to Harvard, though. Allegedly. Well, so did I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mega Clang, that's him. Patton yep. Brendan. 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 Patton Brending. Patton Brendan. Pat. Patton me. Uh, Wade Jam on SoundCloud. He did our theme. We'll see you next week. <laughs>